In this episode, I'm going to give you seven strategies that you can use to instantly become a better networker. Let's do it. Welcome to the Engineering Career Coach Podcast, where it's all about helping real engineers to overcome real challenges and get real results. And now for your host, who is on a mission to inspire as many engineers as possible, professional engineer and certified career coach, Anthony Fasano. Welcome to episode number 55. This is the show for engineers who want to succeed in both work and life. Please visit our website, engineeringcareercoach.com. There's tons of free and affordable engineering career development resources from blog articles to podcasts to long engineering career guides with videos. And all the content on the site there is geared to help you succeed as an engineer in both work and life. I'm really excited for today's episode. I'm going to dive into the topic of networking, a topic that I get many questions on from engineers all over the world. This is the fifth episode in a seven-part series that I am doing to celebrate the relaunching of my book, Engineer Your Own Success, with IEEE Wiley Press, which happened this past December. And I thank everyone out there for the support in the book, as the book is doing very well, and that's in large part to the podcast listeners here. Also, I'm excited to say that in the Take Action Today segment, at the end of the show, my co-host, Chris Knutson does a brief interview with Zach Schaefer, also known as Dr. Z. Dr. Z came on the podcast back on episode number 46, discussing how to manage conflict in your career and your life. And we got great feedback on that show. So in the segment here at the end of this episode, Zach's just going to give Chris a little bit of a preview of the talk that he's going to do at the Engineering Career Success Summit in a few weeks. And there's a couple little nuggets in there that I think you'll enjoy. And speaking of the Engineering Career Success Summit, before we dive into the main segment of the show here, I do just want to take a minute to mention the event. It's at www.engineeringevent.com. This is an event that I'm putting on in Washington, D.C., April 30th through May 2nd. The event is going to be totally focused on helping engineers go from technical professionals to leaders. We're going to focus on communication, networking, leadership. There's going to be successful engineers there on panels. There's going to be top personal development speakers and authors there. There's going to be parties and social outings. It's going to be an all-around awesome event. Again, it's at engineeringevent.com. You can still get tickets. And there's also a virtual ticket. So if you're a listener and you know you're not going to be able to get to DC, you can get the virtual ticket and we're actually going to summarize all the sessions and we'll send it to you within a month after the event. All right, now it's time for the main segment of the show. And as always, I want to start off with a quote that kind of really embodies my belief in what networking is, and that's going to take us right into the main segment. So the quote is as follows, the successful networkers I know, the ones receiving tons of referrals and feeling truly happy about themselves, put the other person's needs ahead of their own. That's by Bob Berg. Again, the successful networkers I know, the ones receiving tons of referrals and feeling truly happy about themselves, put the other person's needs ahead of their own. Now it's time for the main segment of our episode today. And I'm really excited to give you these seven strategies around networking. And before I jump into this, I just want to give a shout out to Joe, one of our listeners in Ohio, 
Joe as a background in electrical engineering. And he reached out to me and kind of sent me an email basically and said, Anthony, I love the show, but the sound quality could be improved. And I went back and listened to some of the shows and he was dead on. And he helped me out quite a bit. We emailed back and forth and I made some adjustments. My audio editor, Vedran, helped out as well. We got some new equipment, which we're using for this episode. So I hope it sounds better. And I just want to say that because if you think there's any way we can improve the show, just send an email to afasano at engineeringcareercoach.com. I would love to hear your thoughts on how we can improve. We want to continue to improve it. So let's get into networking. The show notes for today's show will be found at engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash how to network, no spaces. The show notes always contain a summary of the key points that I discuss in the episode, as well as links to any resources, websites, or books that are mentioned during the show. And again, it'll be at engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash how to network. So before I get into the seven strategies that I want to give you to help improve your networking skills, I want to define what networking is at least in my opinion, from my perspective. And I always view networking as two words to keep it simple. Building relationships. Many engineers or professionals think of networking as collecting business cards and just adding to your Rolodex or your number of LinkedIn connections. That's not what networking is. That's the first step in the networking process or the process of building a relationship is the initial meeting. That's not networking in its entirety by any stretch. And unfortunately, a lot of people think that it is. Why is networking important? Networking is important because not only will networking yield opportunities for you in your career and your life, because it will. And you notice I say life because even when you network in your community or through your church or through your children's school, you're going to make other friends. That's going to also bring you opportunities in your personal life, just like you network in your career. But in addition to bringing you opportunities, networking creates enjoyment, right? It creates fulfilling, engaging, enjoying relationships. And that's a huge part of having a career that is both successful and enjoyable. And I want you to understand that when you listen to this podcast, because a lot of people think about networking as what can it do for me or what can you do for me? It's not the way to approach it. Yes, you'll get opportunities out of it, But ultimately, you want to create relationships that you're going to enjoy throughout your career. The last point I'll make before we dive into the seven strategies is you're never too young or too old to network. I think in the engineering world, we get this perception that if you're young and out of school, your job is to crunch calculations. Don't do any networking. You know, let the more experienced engineers do that. Or if you become like a partner or a senior executive, they say, listen, Forget about the networking and the schmoozing. You keep an eye on the finances and the bottom line of the company. Let the mid-level managers go out there and bring in the business, etc. So I would say, regardless of your age or experience level, you always need to be networking. You always need to be building your network and creating new opportunities. All right, let's jump into these seven strategies. Number one, you need to build strong, lasting relationships. Like I said before, it's not just about the number of relationships or connections or business cards you have. It's about the quality and the strength of those relationships. So in order to build strong relationships, I always recommend focusing on the personal side of things, people's interests, their hobbies. Think about all of those things. Don't just think about their work. Don't just go up to someone and say, hey, what kind of engineering do you do? I do this kind of engineering. 
In my book on page 91, in the new edition of the book, and I'll, I'll read some of it right now, I list a few questions that you can use to ask at a networking event or to try to learn more about the person from more of the personal side of things. Questions like, did you grow up around here? Do you have children? Of course, depending on the, the age of the individual. What made you want to become an engineer? Those are the kind of questions that are going to get people talking beyond just what kind of engineer are you? So keep that in mind when you get into conversations with people, especially people that you've never met before. Try to learn about them so that there's a stronger connection and that's going to build the kind of relationship that's going to yield opportunities and enjoyment. Number two, be genuinely interested in people. And I took this right out of a page in the book, Dale Carnegie's book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. I love that book. I listen to it all the time on a regular basis. And if you've never read that book, you need to buy the book or the audio book immediately and start it. And every engineer that I've told that and has done it, he or she has reported back to me with great results. I will link to that book in the show notes for this show. But what I mean by that point is when you're having a conversation with someone and they're talking to you, especially if you ask some of the questions that I just explained, be interested in their answers. Engage with them. Look at them. Make a connection with them. Don't be on your cell phone or don't be you know, checking around the room when they're trying to talk to you. Stay engaged. Be interested in someone. Don't just ask a question or don't just have a meeting with someone to get something out of them and then that's it because that's not going to get you anywhere. Number three, listen to others completely and acknowledge them. And I talked a little bit about acknowledging when we did the last session in this EYOS series on communication and I'll link to all of the previous Engineering Your Own Success episodes in this little mini series we're doing in the show notes. But I do a lot of coaching of engineering managers and when I interview their staff, There's one problem that always comes up all the time that I see, and that's they always tell me that their managers don't listen to them completely. They always cut them off or they go on to another topic when they're in the middle of a sentence. I know it's hard to focus, and I know that many of you out there are motivated engineers. You have to listen to people completely, though. I've worked on this a lot myself. It's very, 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 very difficult to do. The one trick I always tell people is listen for the silence. If you're having a conversation with someone, do not talk over them. Wait until you hear silence like this. And then speak. I promise you the first few times you try to do it, it will be impossible to do. But after time, you'll learn how to become a better listener. The quality of your conversations and relationships will totally improve just from that one little tip. And when I say acknowledge them, I mean repeat things back to someone. And that's a way to really, again, strengthen the connection. So if someone says to you, Anthony, this project means a lot to me, you could say, listen, John, I know this project means a lot to you. And that's why we have all of our people working on it. So listening for the silence and acknowledging can be really big connection boosters when you're talking with someone. Number four, you have to give people value. Networking and building relationships is a two-way street. There's too many people I meet these days that want to go in, get what they need, and get out. And they don't think about giving value to the other person. So if you want to build strong relationships, give value to people. And I'll give you an example. When I was doing civil engineering design, I used to work a lot with different architects. And one architect I became friendly with. And we had lunch once in a while. 
We got connected through a couple community programs we were in together. And I stayed in touch with him. I was a resource and I tried to provide value to him. So if I found information about a local project or project that I knew would interest him and his firm, whether it was a proposal for them or whether it was maybe school design and I knew they did a lot of school design, I would send him an email and just say, hey, here's an article I found. I thought it might be helpful for you. That's it. I wouldn't say, hey, by the way, you have any work for us? I was just being a resource to this architect. And nine times out of 10, if that architect or his company needed a civil engineer at the time, they were going to call our company. And you have to understand that people typically do business with people, one, that are good at what they do, and two, that they're comfortable with. So by giving value to people, they're going to really want to work more with you. They want to be around you more. And that's an important one. Number five, join and get involved in professional associations. This is a big one. And the key here is not to join professional associations, because I'm sure you're probably thinking, duh, I've heard that a million times. But the key is to get involved in professional associations. When I say involved, I mean volunteer for a leadership position. That's how you take the experience of a professional association from a two or three to an eight, nine, or 10. That's how you really get the most out of those associations. That's how you build the most relationships because you are so involved, you're so engaged, and you're making connections with the other people that are also volunteering. So please take that seriously. And if you want to learn more about that, check out episode 17 of the Engineering Career Coach Podcast. And again, I'll link to it in the show notes. I interviewed the Society of Hispanic Professional Engineers national president at the time, Barry Cordero, and he talked about in detail how powerful volunteering and getting active in an association can be. So definitely check that out. Number six, join and get involved in community or other industry associations. Same idea, but outside of your discipline now. Maybe it's a local community group. Maybe it's your school alumni group. That's a, something that a lot of engineers don't tap into enough. A lot of larger schools have big engineering alumni associations, let alone just your regular alumni association. So getting involved in that can be a very rewarding experience. It can help you give back to your school, maybe mentor other people there, um, and also maybe get work. I mean, I know a guy who was very involved in his alumni association on a big school with a big campus, and he ended up getting a lot of engineering work all over the school campus. So get outside of the box of just your own technical discipline and get into other areas. Again, it's going to help you to build more relationships. That's going to help you to have more of an enjoyable career and yield more opportunities. And that's what we're talking about here. And the last strategy I have for you, number seven, is to speak in front of an audience as much as possible. The way that you build relationships is you need to get in front of people because then those are the people that are going to come up to you and say, wow, Anthony, that was great. I enjoyed your talk. You gave great information. I'd like to get to know you more. Can we connect? Can we have lunch? It's just another way for you to get out there and meet the right people that you can build these relationships with. And I don't care if you're in front of 20 people or 500. It's still a way for you to increase your network. We talked about that a little bit in the episode that we did with Sylvia Montgomery, which was just recently, episode number 53, Becoming a Visible Expert. We talked about a lot about getting out there and speaking, and, and speaking is going to help you in communication, it's going to help you in networking, it's going to help you in a lot of aspects in your engineering career. 
So before I turn it over to Chris Knutson, so you can hear his little snippet interview with Dr. Z, let me just summarize the seven strategies that'll help you to become a powerful networker. Build strong relationships by focusing on the personal side of the relationship. Be genuinely interested in people. Listen to others completely and acknowledge them. Number four is give people value. It's a two-way street when you build a relationship. Number five, join and get involved in professional associations. Get involved being the key there. Number six, along the same lines, join and get involved in community or other industry associations like your alumni association. And finally, number seven, speak in front of an audience as much as possible. And again, the show notes for this show will be located at engineeringcareercoach.com forward slash how to network. With that, let me hand it over to Chris for the Take Action Today segment and his interview with Dr. Z. Hey everyone, Chris here. I had the uh, chance this past Friday to attend a really awesome project management leadership seminar out at Southern Illinois University at Edwardsville here in Illinois with none other than the one, the only Dr. Z, Dr. Zach Schaefer. Uh, For those that don't know him yet, uh, Dr. Z is the founder and president of Spark the Discussion. He's a university professor, an author, a researcher, a consultant, and Important to us, he's a guest speaker at the Engineer Career Success Summit that's going to be taking place in Washington, D.C., the 30th of April through the 2nd of May, which is just about a month away. Really excited. And I asked Zach to come on and share a little bit about what he'll provide us at the summit in April. I'm grateful he accepted. And so, Dr. Z, can you tell us a little bit about what the participants next month in D.C. might expect in your session? Absolutely. Uh, First of all, thank you very much for having me on Chris, and I'm really excited about meeting the group of engineers uh, next month. I'll briefly mention three things that will be expanded upon at the workshop itself. And the first one is whenever I'm dealing with highly skilled technical people, such as engineers, I understand that communication is often not in the foreground of what they're doing on a daily basis. It's in the background. And one of the things I like to do is try to help them slow things down in the workplace whenever they need to have particularly important, difficult, or strategic conversations to make the process of communication more transparent. So one of the things we'll be talking a bit about is transparency and how to make our communication more transparent and more effective. A second thing we'll discuss is what I like to call the one-minute why. And that's all I want to say about that one and sort of leave that as a teaser for the audience to bring that into our workshop. Finally, I'll be talking a bit what I call expect, inquire, enact. And this is all about setting proper expectations, allowing the people that you're in communication with to inquire and ask questions about what you have going on, and then enact or enforce the things and decisions that you make with a person. Because if you don't have that follow-up, you won't have any accountability. Outstanding. That's great, and uh, I'm actually very much looking forward to the one-minute why, so I won't, uh, I won't ask any questions even after we hang up so that I've got uh, a little bit my own personal uh, excitement and expectations for next month. So thanks a lot, Dr. Z. I appreciate you coming on and taking a few minutes out of your day. And so everybody out there, that gives us a little bit of a taste of the material you're going to be able to experience in uh, Washington here in about a month from now. Thanks again to Dr. Z for his time today and uh, for myself, the great learning session that I had last Friday. I'm looking forward to uh, meeting up with him again in about a month at the Engineer Career Success Summit. Check out the links in the show notes on where to get registered for that. 
And uh, also, if you want, take a moment, orient yourself about Dr. Z's work. You can go to his website. That's at uh, www.sparkthediscussion, all one word, sparkthediscussion.com. We'll have that linked up in the show notes as well. And that's it for now from Illinois. I'll see all of you in D.C. in about a month. If you want to hear more episodes of the Engineering Career Coach podcast, you can subscribe on iTunes or go to engineeringcareercoach.com where you will find tons of free engineering career resources. Just click the Start Here button on the site for an easy-to-navigate index of all the resources available. You can also follow Anthony Fasano on Twitter at Anthony J. Fasano or Facebook at facebook.com forward slash engineer your own success. Until the next time, thanks for listening.